Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In elementary school, I had one white teacher. He was the science teacher. But, you know, Bill Nye was popping them. So okay. you know, he was like, he was that guy. Yeah. I was about to call him the N-word, but I'm like, we'll, we'll not do that. <laughs> Can we do that? I mean, we, yes, we, I mean, we, we could, could but, like, but I'm, not like, gonna, I'm just going to call him that guy because I'm not trying to, like, perpetuate calling white people the N-word right. to say that they're cool. Yeah. Right. Yes. Listeners, welcome to welcome back to another episode of Fangirl Central. Fangirl Central, Woo! where being a fangirl is central to our identity. I'm Amber. I'm Amanda. <laughs> Today we have a beautiful and eclectic guest. She is a Scooby Doo fan. She is a writer, and she is a beautiful and talented comedian. Oh my goodness! And a clown. And a clown <laughs> at heart. <laughs> welcome, 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 Kristen Wallace. What's up, y'all? Get into it. What is up? Happy. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I. Uh, we literally met on Juneteenth. Yes. Wait, did we? We met on Juneteenth last year when you were hosting karaoke. Really? That was the first time I had yes. gone to like stage. Oh, wow. I saw somebody posted you on Instagram and then you I saw that you hosted karaoke and I was like, Well, we have to go. And then I took Amber mm-hmm. and Amber's roommate Tiana yes. to karaoke, karaoke on, on Juneteenth. Juneteenth. And you all did, I think, a Hannah Montana song. We performed the hoedown throwdown all three of us. Yeah, and I was just like, (laughs) 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 I feel like the three of us are um, from a very um, particular weaved, traumatized cloth, and Mm -hmm. it's it's very rare. It's like running into legendary Pokemon. Oh my god! Something, and it's like absolutely not to use the word master. In reference, because we're talking about Juneteenth, but you know, in Pokemon, the Master Ball—that's the ball that you can throw and it at the one hundred percent catch rate. Oh. Like, and you'll, you usually get one per game. Mm-hmm. But um, if I had a friendship Master Ball, I would try to throw it at both of you at the, <gasps> and try to get you guys in the same ball. Oh my so goodness! You guys would what? be my friends forever, or we could just be friends oh, forever. Well, we did. <laughs> what else? You caught us. That is such an honor. Also, we're outing ourselves as not knowing anything about Pokemon. Right, but the way you were talking about it sounds so cool, and now I wish I 
did grow up in that realm. One time we did, one time Pokemon did come on the movie at the time when Pikachu was dying oh. and Amber <laughs> burst into tears. She like, we were watching it for no, three no. minutes and Amber burst Pikachu, into tears. Pikachu wasn't dying. Ash, Ash, Ash died Ash in the ring. Ash in all the Pokemon. Oh my God. Tears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pikachu was him. sitting there like, oh, Pikachu was Pika- crying. Yeah. It was the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Know, Amber was seen. bursting into tears. I couldn't. Oh, and then the I was baby. like, Amber, we're gonna change the channel. You're like having a problem. Stop, Wait, I can see uh, the whole why scene. did you guys miss Pokemon? Because we went to an all girls school, and like, I feel like anything, just for me, anything that was marketed towards boys, I was like, ew, boys. I don't care about anything that boys. You guys like. don't have any boy cousins, like close to <sighs> me. We have we have one, one boy cousin. But also, but you he know, was into like football and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's he literally plays for the NFL. Like we <laughs> we don't have like and that's only that our, our literal only boy cousin. That's our only we like really close grew boy up cousin. A lot of, wow. like, I have an older cousin um, who's who's a great friend now. But he like had um, he had a Super Nintendo. Oh, and then he got the Nintendo sixty four, and then we would go up to Philly. We played Nintendo 64 and then we would just like want to play the game. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely always been like, I want to hang with the boys because my mom mm-hmm. told me I couldn't have male friends. Okay. Oh, and yeah. that yeah, planted yeah, yeah. it. So yeah. So not like, not familial, but like my mom was just like, you Go can't do girls. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, they're going to get you. Yeah. yeah. I just wasn't really like into Pokemon or anime or just anything or like video games like we just yeah we didn't buy it we, the only thing we had was a nintendo ds we, yeah we also and they were pink and we also had like Shout board out animal games. crossing yes we also had like board games like mall madness which was kind of like monopoly marketed towards little girls mm. and then Did also you play the mary kate and ashley mall games no but i want to we wanted that what what is that on playstation i want it immediately yeah, we didn't have playstation um, and oh we, yeah we had a hannah montana Nintendo game. That makes sense. I just remember very distinctively in like second grade, it was like, are you a girly girl or are you a tomboy? Like that was going on in my grade. And so it was like, you can't be both. And I was like, well, I'm a girly girl. And those are the tomboys over there. I've always loved being both, Mm -hmm. but not really girly. Just more so like in high school, I was like, I'm going to play soccer and I'm also going to be the star of the musical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to do the fall play because the Shakespeare people are weird. Yeah, I definitely was more of a musical person. And I, like, now I love being both. Like, I don't like, I'm just kind of, like, gender fluid, whatever. But it definitely was a time. Like, I had to, like, go and seek Lord of the Rings or, like, go and seek. Like, our dad loved Star Wars, but I just didn't, like... And then I I try I've watched animes now I I like um, Neon Genesis and like I need the to go back and ones. watch that one anime that I've been trying to keep up with is Attack on Titan. It's not even like long. It's just like the release dates are so sporadic. It's annoying to be a fan of it because it's unclear when it's going to continue mm-hmm. or how it's going to continue because they're on the final season right now, but somehow they have split it up in like a three year release. Span. Oh gosh! And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. So I can't, I need direction. Keep up. I'm a Capricorn son. <laughs> I feel that because even when I was obsessed with Sherlock, I knew you were Sherlock because I was like, "That sounds like that Sherlock scheduling." <laughs> I mean, it's like three episodes here. Wait two years. We never know if it's coming back again. You like, know, don't mess with me. Like, no, <laughs> I don't need to know the schedules. That's why, because yeah, we will leave. 
That's why I was so I was so grateful to Disney Channel saying eight seven central be there or be square. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kristen, you have a Scooby Doo hat on. Yes, you've mentioned Cartoon Network. However, you work for Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. No, I was kidding. Um, <laughs> as a, on Baby Shark. Dude, so yes. watch Kristen's episode of Baby Shark if you haven't. Yes. More um, will be out next year because animation takes about a year for an episode to come out. Were you a Cartoon Network girl or a Nickelodeon girl? Mm, I was Cartoon Network cartoons mm-hmm. and I was more aligned with Nickelodeon live action. Okay, so all what that. are we talking? What are we? Oh. All that, all that. Zoe one hundred and one. Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel. Drake um, and Josh. A little Drake and Josh. <laughs> you know, it's so up? funny. But Drake and Josh, I just like. Um, I didn't like how unfair things were for Josh. I didn't like that either. Um, especially growing up, always chubby. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like that kind of media kind of put. Like people like my age, like bigger body people, like in that headspace of like you Ugh. are the butt of the joke, yeah, and you'll never find love because you're chunky fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, which still feels that way on the dating apps because well, yeah. it is the world that we live in. Yes, um, that he, like he also, was a caricature. Yeah, and Miranda, what was her character's name? Yeah, Megan. Megan. She was so mean, she and I was really just like, scary. why is she so? Why is she mean? so evil? I feel like that whole era, that whole dance schneider era was like so it was like cheap jokes it was like let's like shock the audience Mm -hmm. and not even to mention all this other stuff about dan schneider but like let's shock the audience and let's like make fat jokes and like Like weird toe jokes and and also and also that he he did have a lot of characters that were just kind of like neurodivergent or like (laughs) autistic maybe and he was just kind of like making them the butt of the joke yeah. Like I'm thinking of like I don't even know what what is Quinn's Stacey, boyfriend Mark, who's, Mark who's I like eggs oh wait, Debbie Debbie I felt like Debbie was the inspiration for um, Amanda Seyfried's character on Mean Girls mm. oh that is I was just mm. like she is so I like eggs mm, I was yeah. like did I get the same girl like when I first saw it and I was <laughs> oh like, my oh. god that what I mean and that also was like a caricature in the early 2000s was like the dumb, the dumb blonde girl. she yeah. wasn't even blonde ooh. Debbie. Debbie, she was brown head. Yeah, oh, wow. the blonde was from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. That really, that really confused me because the blonde was from Tennessee, but then Amanda and was playing a character a that Amber. Amber. <laughs> and so I was like, which one do I identify I was, with? I was just about to say, the I feel like that whole sketch room. was amazing, and I love yeah, the girl. And then there was Amanda a black show. one, and then there was a black one. Yeah, she was oh, the angry yeah. one. They were just like all different. She would handle this. She would she would handle everything. Yeah, yeah. she'd take him into the toilet. That <laughs> sketch. Every single time, I am like drunk in a bathroom with a lot of girls. I will enter it, and I go the girls' room. Like, <laughs> if you've been out with me on a night, you'll hear me say it. <laughs> it does come into my mind yes, every time automatically. So you were Cartoon Network cartoons yeah Dexter's Lab Powerpuff Girls Mm. Mm -hmm. what was Secret Squirrel a part of it was all these shows had other shows within them what do you mean the Powerpuff Girls didn't uh but Dexter's Lab you would see they had like a monkey mini series I forget the name of the monkey they also had the um the Justice Friends it was like oh, like Justice League. Yeah, but they would all have these like little shows within them. So okay. it was just like okay, just That's like fun. the universe and the universe and the universe. And mm-hmm. then um, I was a little older when Foster's House of Imaginary Friends came um, 
That was on. I like that it's one. It's by the the creator of the Powerpuff Girls, Craig McCracken, and there would just be little hints of the previous shows. Yeah, right. Shows. Now, what about uh, where where did the Scooby Doo well, fandom Scooby-Doo start? Scooby Doo would be on. WB and mm-hmm. it will also be on Cartoon Network the reruns. Is WB Warner Brothers? Yeah, yeah. that w- that used to be a channel. The CW. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Formerly WB. Oh my goodness, WB y'all. twenty in DC. My parents grew up with it and they loved it, mm-hmm. and I got to grow up with it and enjoy it. And in the mornings, getting ready for school, a pup named Scooby Doo would come on, mm. and then on Saturdays they would like play like the old cartoons. So I, it would feel like Saturday morning cartoons with right. cereal, and I'm just like, wow, like I'm literally like like living the same life that my parents did, oh. and like going outside and playing yeah. after. Um, but I think that there was something about, I used to like know in my heart of hearts I was going to be a veterinarian because I just like loved animals, even though we never had dogs. We always had cats growing up, but um, I just loved like an animal being like a centric like part of a story. Yeah. Yeah. I had this imaginary friend named White Tiger and it was like this giant white tiger that like lived under my bed. Why the tiger gotta be white, I don't know. Oh my goodness. Uh, (laughs) I loved animal companions in storytelling. Wow. Yeah. Like I think you that's are, why I like Pokemon a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and yes. just like, you know, Ash has a special Pikachu mm-hmm. yeah. and everything. And that's like his best buddy. And then he's like, you know, making bonds with these fake creatures. And that makes them, their friendship makes them, perf- their performance better when they're in battle mm. and those sort of things. What was your opinion on the, the live action Scooby-Doo's? I love them. I'm obsessed with them. I love they're them. They're two of the best movies well, I've ever seen. Yes, the movies. Let's clarify because there was a weird time in 2008-9 uh-huh. where we were coming off of What's New Scooby-Doo? Which okay. I do like and great theme song by Simple Plan. Uh, what's right. the Scooby Doo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my Amazing. It was of the time. I that, yes. They were doing these origin stories, and I think um, Haley Kiyoko played yes. Velma. Yes, I remember that. I remember this. Them. And Robbie Amell was, was Fred. In that, yeah, Robbie Amell was Fred. We have it on DVD. The movie. It was yeah. That was a weird time. It and was, was a, a really. One. I remember there was a like really weird guy playing Shaggy. Like I was just like. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've only seen that one. Because like Matthew Lillard. Oh, uh, he's my the heart. Shaggy. My heart. Yeah. Isn't he the Shaggy? Isn't he Shaggy in like the animated ones now too? Well. Uh oh. <clears throat> when Scoob dropped in 2020, the worst movie I've ever seen. It's pretty bad. Didn't see that one either. It's not. It's definitely not. It does not make my list of acceptable Scooby-Doo spinoffs. That's the one where he can talk, right? But Scoob always talks. Scooby always talks. No, but like he talks in full sentences in Scoob. It was just a mess. It was wrong. But Matthew Lillard found out on Twitter that Will Forte was cast as Shaggy. And he was just like, okay then. It was a bad choice. Oh no. It was a bad choice because those two movies, which apparently uh, Freddie Prince Jr. regrets, I saw it today in an Wait, article. What? They Why? were like, do you want to do a third one? He was like, no, I don't regret much, but I regret those movies. Why? He was like, no, he, it was a, they, those movies are so good. They're I such thought it good was satire. so cute that yeah. him and Sarah Michelle Geller were playing Fred and Daphne. Yes. He literally gave us so many good 
quote. Did he say why? No, no, I didn't click on the articles because it disappointed me. Okay, <laughs> you know what? You know what I want to say to that? Zac Efron was embarrassed of High School Musical for a period of time, so maybe he'll come but back. But he and was be a like, child. Was Freddie Prince Jr. was always children. <laughs> <laughs> like Freddie Prince Jr. probably was like, "This is embarrassing." He'll probably come back around and be like, mm. "He didn't like that he had to say." You're trying to make it look that I think that I think Coolsville sucks. sucks. <laughs> no, don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, love this we have movie. To watch that. We have to have a, a movie night. Yeah, we those. should watch those back to back. I yeah. mean, obviously the second one's not as good as the first, but you got Seth Green, you know, being I, oh, crazy. Right. In and it. I also like the monsters in the second. I think the monsters are. <laughs> the pterodactyl ghost. I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. My favorite Scooby Doo thing of all time though was Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Oh, it's see, scared, I, you haven't seen that? No. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This show." I was like, "This franchise knows how to talk to me." The kid, because they know that I'm adult enough to handle real monsters. Right. Whoa. Yeah. And it's just like, it's also very, I just love things that are self-aware. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One of the greatest, like, shames of my life. Mm -hmm. I'm doing air quotes for everybody. Um, one of the greatest, like, shames of my life is, like, my dating track record has only been white men. Mm -hmm. And as a black woman, you know, quote, unquote, mm -hmm. not a great look in the community or whatever. Yes. So in my stand-up, I just been like, I like white men. You know, just right. like, <laughs> like, yes, we know. It's, we oh, know. It's like they're corny. I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> I just, I, I'm a subscriber. Yeah. Um, it's rotten. Um, but also, it's not rotten. I mean, the way that we, I feel like there is, there's like two sides to it because you could, because you can call it out, but then you can call out why that is. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the same for me. I've only dated white men. I went to a predominantly white school, like twice. Yeah. Like my <laughs> well, entire life. I was like, bullied. I was bullied for being too white in my yes. predominantly black school. Mm. And then I went to a predominantly white school and I'd go to predominantly white summer camps. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't feel scared to have crushes on white men because it wasn't like I was going to be like found out mm -hmm. oh, that yeah. I was like some like something else you know like yeah. oh like you like John Mellencamp what you know what I mean <laughs> like it wasn't like weird yeah <laughs> yeah but then um 
something that I'm dealing with now is um, because of the dating history that I've given myself and because of the times now, um, I've, I've, I've found that I am lonely because there is a white beauty standard that I don't fit into. Mm-hmm. And you can meet, like, the most liberal white man of all time. Like, you are still going to have, like, many conversations because there's going to be an event where you're forced to educate them. Yep. Yeah. And it's not easy to date a black woman. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. That's and also right. because, like, black women are always typically, like, the advice givers and the empathy sharers because we kind of have to be it's like built into us as black women like we're kind of like shit on the most it's like if you have problems i can empathize with it but people don't really always reciprocate it Mm -hmm. back to us yeah and i I was also um i was telling erica this morning i was like um my hair is at a weird length right now because i just shaved it because you all know why i shaved my head yeah Mm -hmm. you've probably thought about doing it i did we both did it and (laughs) yeah i'm I'm like i don't know how i feel about it it's time to go um but i do know that i have a lot of time back and it's like the world that we live in literally wasn't created for black women to have time to do the hair right (laughs) so i have braids all the time exactly i asked a friend to hang out today and she couldn't because it's hair wash day Mm -hmm. and but you're right like this is my, this is my journey, okay? I've dated two people. They're white men. They're cis, het. <laughs> now, because I, I'm, like, demisexual, I, it's just hard for me to, like, get, like, get to know people and want to do that with anybody. Mm-hmm. And so now I firmly, like, ha- am rarely ever attracted to white men, like, new white men, but it's so hard for me to welcome somebody new into my life that I get so intimidated flirting with people like i i only want to date like non-cis men right now and i also kind of want to date a black person Mm -hmm. but i just it has not come up in the cards for me since my sexual realization a couple years ago and since coming back out into the world post pandemic and so i still also carry that shame of like everybody i've dated is a white man Mm -hmm. but it's like I carried that with me, even like celebrity crushes, even like whoever I've been most obsessed with has been like white, predominantly white shows, white people, like white culture, quote unquote. But I think just now we're coming into a stage where like people, black nerds exist prominently Mm -hmm. and not just privately. Like people are being public about loving anime, like loving whatever they love, Mm -hmm. loving like Hannah Montana, Disney Channel, whatever. It's because like, well, if those things existed with black people in them, I would have loved them too. But like, this is my taste. Yeah, I also want to go back to the, the like, I don't, I don't know if I would describe myself as demisexual, but I do know that I have to like know a lot about a person for me to like find them attractive now. And I think growing up, I was so like, I'm so insecure that all my white celebrity crush, I mean, all my celebrity crushes are white. Most of them are like from like childhood. And it's because they had them marketed to like show how relatable and quirky and cute and funny these little white boys are. And like, how they're not, I don't know, they just, they marketed to them to be like the boy next door. So like, that was my celebrity crush growing up. But they were also the most like complex and nuanced characters. Right, like you you were able to learn more about them rather than the actual boys next door because I don't know, I was shy and I wasn't talking to anybody. But I feel like that has transferred into 
like me and like who I'm attracted to now, like I also don't just like see someone at a bar and I'm like, let me go, let me, let me go and try my best with them over there. <laughs> because like, <laughs> and it really doesn't matter what they look like. doesn't matter like if they're white or anything. I'm just kind of like, I don't know you and this isn't the place to do that. And so I think that I'm still, I think I still prefer having parasocial relationships because I'm just like, I know about them because they shared what they wanted to share with me over media. Yeah. Does that sound crazy? No. No, you, 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 you like don't have to actually know them. Like if there's, it's, it's like, like I know the version of them that they want me to know. Yeah. Also, my, my fondest, um, like non dating relationships, like my fondest hookups are with foreign men. Mm. Mm. I've slept with a lot of people. You can mm. keep that in. not as much in my early 20s just like i hit the ground running Uh because i was also in new orleans Mm. um and i have never been to new orleans as an adult (sighs) neither have i i've only been when i was like i always tell people if you're in your 20s and you don't know what to do with your life like just go fuck off in new orleans for a few years wow I, mean, I would love it's to a go vibrant place. I lived many lives. I, I was in a rap group. I what? Um, yeah, I did rap before I did stand up. Can you freestyle? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, like if I'm a good amount of drunk and high. Thank and you, you for being me. honest. Yeah. But that was like a big thing back then. It's just like you're not real if you can't freestyle. So yeah. we were just like, never ask us that. I mean, I feel like that's a little bit of the same in like comedy. Like people are like, you're not a comedian if you can't. Like, what's real comedy? Yeah, like, do this, you, is do comedy. You this is comedy. This is comedy. Well, what's some people comedy? just like to sit down and write and think about what they're gonna say. I know. I just think that like. Well, yes. Yeah, I don't think you sh- should have to do off the cuff. Yeah, you don't have to be able to freestyle if you like to think about what yeah. people are deep thinkers. Yeah. Also, like, like, how do you know it's going to work every time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It scares me But that's also what I don't like about stand-up. I hate repeating myself. Mm. I've I've heard you say that before. I don't really like repeating myself either. That's why I kind of, like, I don't know. I get get insecure that people are going to be like, we've seen this. Can y'all, like, can y'all do anything else? And it's yeah, like, that's what also you you have to keep in mind once you're doing it like more professionally, you do have different audiences every time, which is something I didn't realize right. going to mics all the time. Of course, of course, I'm going to see the same people at the mics mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. But that is your that's your big world when you're first doing stand up. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's it's hard. It's embarrassing. Um, um, it doesn't it doesn't feel good. Also, I never. um you know, I've been getting a lot of generals now um, and people like ask me my influences and I'm just like, I kind of try to wear the, the horse blinders, mm. especially when it comes to stand up and comedy, just because I don't want to be accidentally influenced by somebody. And people yeah. tell me that I'm similar to somebody else. Right. Because if there's one thing that I'm not, it's similar to anybody else. That's true. <laughs> You're doing a great job because I can't say think that. Compared to you. You're really... <laughs> You are your own agent. I don't want anybody agent. to ever compare, uh-uh. like, because I just know that I'm just a weird little being in the universe. Yeah. Did you, do you think that, like, did you, did you ever use fandom as an outlet for being weird? Um, so something that I kept the secret for a very long time was, I know you guys wrote fan fiction. 
I didn't write. No, you didn't. I, I, didn't write I, it, read, I read and a I lot. read present tense a lot. I don't uh, read anymore, but I I did. I would, um, and I was introduced to this on Neopets.com. I would go into role play forums, mm. and I was very, very, very um, private about this until literally about maybe like 10 years ago I started talking about it more openly mm-hmm. um, but from ages 10 to 18 every day I was playing video games I was watching anime whatever and I was actively looking for role play forms to be a part of of whatever I liked at the time I was never on like a Scooby-Doo role play form but it would be like high school role play form and then you would choose a celebrity to be the face mm-hmm. like a white celebrity to be oh. your character's face I would use like I was in a Harry Potter role play site and I would use the model Agnes Dean I would use Cole Moore wow. and like they would be my wizards wow and I I would be in, I remember a really fun one was like, I was on the Chicago role play site. And that's also when I started out, it's like, I use Santa Gold as a face and stuff. But I also be on um, anime role play sites using mm-hmm. like original characters as like, I think I did like Zoids. I did Fruits Baskets. Mm-hmm. I did, um, uh, I've, I've done a Pokemon role play. A role play site is where you would go into, um, people would make, set up worlds basically. So think of any fandom. There was probably a role play site that existed. Uh-huh. So you're making an original character. I would have to fill out an application to be accepted mm-hmm. into it where wow. I would have to demonstrate my writing skills so I could show them that I could basically yeah tell a story and you're just telling stories with other people online just Mm -hmm. basically making up fan fiction within the realm i would do a lot of vampire role plays so it wouldn't be like after a particular series but you would have a vampire original character and then some sites would use like cartoons some sites would use real people Mm -hmm. and then you would use the celebrities as your face um as I got older, I was in like zombie role play with sites, like when The Walking Dead came out, nice. um, just a little bit. Um, but with college, it was even though I dropped out, it was hard to like, you know, be an active member on a role play site. But yeah, a lot of those people wrote books. I would become Facebook friends with these people. Right. Um, I had one. I would be on AIM role playing with this uh, mm-hmm. chick Kim, and she actually went to college with my sister, but they didn't know each other at all. That's oh so crazy. But like, she would send me DVDs of like her favorite animes because she would like play the ma- she would play like the guys, uh-huh. yeah. And then like, I would basically create girlfriends for them, and then that would be this is so what we communal. Did. Did sh- would you ever do live? Well, I mean, LARPing. Or have you? No, I think that would make my bones kind of sh- sh- shake in a <laughs> new way. <laughs> I just, I just remember it was on a Degrassi episode, but I never, I've never done it. I can't. Um, I'm not that comfortable mm-hmm. in my own skin. And not mm. that those people are. They're clearly so uncomfortable <laughs> in their own skin. It's even better to work to slip into a world. But I'm too aware. Mm-hmm. It's a form of drag, kind of mm. like. Mm all of this like the, yeah. the role playing and yeah. and like larping and it's just like it's escaping into somebody else yeah. yeah yeah um but i didn't realize that i was setting myself up to be a writer 
I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. And I was so embarrassed and ashamed that I had like so much fun yeah. just writing with other people. Well, but I, literally, it's just like you're agreeing on a story, except you don't really know where it's go- well. You kind of know where want where you want it to go, and you guys set it up and you like talk about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, or like within role play forms, you could like post wanted ads of like characters that, that need to be filled. Yeah, and you oh, could be wow. like, oh, here's here are three like actors that I suggest you use as like online theater. Yeah. So. That's really interesting because you literally, your show, White Time, was you making different roles. Well, yeah, I, I tried to, um, for those of you who don't know, I do a show called White Time. Um, it's a white face minstrel show. And it's um, fantastic. Thank you very much. <laughs> never danced um, to black <laughs> face on a screen. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's a very twisted show. Um, and I feel like I could even lean more into my characters because everybody is based off of it. Well, besides one character I do is the heiress to um, <laughs> Buca de Beppo. There's not really much to her. I just feel like... <laughs> she just, need to be a white girl. Yeah, she's just a white woman <laughs> in line, just existing, yeah. like minding her business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is. Just like, don't don't talk politics with her. Just it's like, she's trying to have a good time. The, it's literally like some of the most bizarre satire I've ever seen, but I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, you guys have to see it, because you guys saw the October version, right? Did we we saw it in oh, January. You did? Okay, okay. We saw the first night. Yeah, we came opening Thursday. night. Okay, cool, cool. I'm like, because I'm I'm constantly like making little changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the whole show is based off of my trauma of people calling me like white and Oreo my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay, I'll be white. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question about like, did you have any characters that you like put on the back burner or like that you might add on to the show or switch out or any other characters that you'd want to? Um, there are like more um, teacher characters that mm-hmm. I want to do. Because white teachers are menaces. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I mean, but that's like <laughs> mostly of what all I had. Yeah, yeah. Our only white black educators. teacher was our mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, mm. I had a, some. In I had college, some professors, I had professors in college, like two, but like it, it was my mom. I did African American studies, and so that's when I had a lot of black professors. But same. Veronica Cherry was our only black teacher. Wow. In elementary school, I had one white teacher, um, and he was the science teacher. But, you know, Bill Nye was popping then. So, okay. yeah, he was like, he was that guy. Yeah. I was about to call him the N word, but I'm like, <laughs> we'll, we'll not do that. <laughs> Can we do that? I mean, we, yes, we, I mean, we, we could, can, but, like, but I'm, not like, gonna, I'm just going to call him that guy because I'm not trying to like perpetuate calling white people the N word right. to say that they're cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Speak on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's cor- that's that is correct. That's correct. Um. But it sounds like I mean, it sounds like they, it did. It just like directly correlated to like your fandom was writing and creative, which it most of the time is. Like most of the time, it's a creative outlet because you're so weird and like you feel like a misfit elsewhere in well, your life. Yeah, and then you start to realize like um 
because some of the, I mean, all of the success that I'm seeing now is from leaning into the things that I was embarrassed about. Yeah. And people think that it's hilarious. Right. And right. like, I know that it, like it is hilarious, but it's also just like very tragic. Right. Um, but I'm like, that's comedy. But people think it's hilarious because they're also like, oh, that's me too. And we yeah. can laugh about it now. And they thought it was a secret. Yeah. And we're like, let's all just be together in this yeah. mess because that's how, yeah. that's what the that's what our show Disney Vortex is about too we go see we, the show it's we, great <laughs> we we and Kristen were in the same um we were in a comedy festival at the Elysian Theater in LA this past October mm-hmm. and Kristen did it her white time again in January and we're about to do Disney Vortex again yeah our shows go together they yeah, do they actually do They're, they do two parter I mean Disney but, Vortex is about like us feeling feeling excitement but also shame about being so influenced by white disney channel celebrities and like how that really 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 cannot overestimate how much it shaped us as people and it's also kind of like this is we're we're trying right now we're working on like a number where we're trying to figure out how to like convey the delusion we felt and like how happy we were in like the, the early days of the disney white influence and i'm just like we didn't realize how the system was working against us, and so we were able to just be so um, free and like confident I mean, in ourselves. I miss the racism of the '90s. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> like the blatant jokes that made like, yeah, it was just like when white people knew that they were racist. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't ever. Um, like now it's weird because like with all the racism happening they're just like yeah we're re-emerging it's just like no you were never gone yeah but we just all coexisted and now i feel like they're upset because we're trying to fix it yeah but um i don't think there is a way to fix it i mean i don't really like the the like thing and start over like the whole the entire whole world like from the very beginning. Years, yeah. Cause I, I agree. Like, I don't really like the wink, wink, like white people humor of like 30 rock. That's like wink. We know white people are racist, but in yeah. doing so we're going to be racist too. Which is also like, in parks and rec too, with the native Americans. Like I go back and look at those I episodes just, and I'm like, there's so is much that you can do as a white person calling out racism. I'm like, this is not funny to me. Yeah. I just remember feeling more included in the nineties than I do now. I mean, yeah, even like that's so even in the, the Cheetah Internet. Girls, like that's so even the Cheetah Girls were right at the beginning of the two thousands, and then it and Proud Family, and then like after that, Disney Channel said bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, anyone you know, darker? You had, you had than, Sister Sister. You had Moesha. You yeah. had the Parkers. Yeah. There were just like more shows. Yes. Like that on about like black families, and it's just, it's it was just like I don't know. Um, I guess like they America got too black when Obama became president, mm-hmm. and then, and then they, they got too white when when Trump yes. won. And I mean, the world's never been. I used to DJ under the name Harriet Dubman, um, <laughs> and I stopped after <laughs> Trump won <laughs> because I was just like, it's not fun this and funny here. anymore. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> you okay. are straight. You're a streamer. You stream. I, I stream here like I want to be a streamer mm-hmm. I mean I am a streamer because I have streamed but like I wish that I could be on every single night full time but then I realized that the people that I admire that are streaming like that is their livelihood you mm-hmm. know they have their boring day jobs and then 
they get on and stream and they're alive yeah. at night. Yeah. And then I'm like decompressing from my like nine to six day. And then right. I get on, and I'm just like, hey guys, I'm just smoking weed and playing. <laughs> you want to watch? Yeah. What, but that's <laughs> fun. What games? Um, so I've gotten into a lot of PC games recently. I've okay. been playing um, a really funny horror game I was playing was Mortuary Assistant. It's so messed up. I won't go into detail. I'm like, just Google it. Um, <laughs> Sons of the Forest, though, I'm addicted to right now. And I'm literally like, you get, um, you crash in an island um, and you have to find like the rest of your team, but mm-hmm. they're all dead. Um, oh, and you can shit. play with up to eight people. Oh, or wow, up that's to seven other people. Um, but there's cannibals on the island and they attack <laughs> you and you can eat them. Too. Oh my god! I just finished watching Yellow Jacket, so I'm like literally on this like. Oh, I should watch season two. Season sure two hasn't come out yet. Show. It comes out to like season one. Yeah, finish like season one because it's disturbing as hell. I'm so behind on shows that I need to watch. But you guys should watch P Valley. Oh, that's um um. It's a Tori Hall is from Memphis. Oh really? And Can you sing the theme song? Down in the valley where the girls get naked. Uh, that's juicy fruit i follow her on instagram she's so good it takes place she's a tennessee rapper yeah yeah yes. i mean juicy like fruit. everybody awesome. there's so many people from memphis on that uh, show my roommate tiana was watching it and that that theme song was in our living room for a while yeah season ah! one is amazing i'm shaking my ass and it was everyone. the first time too where i was just like Okay, black shows do exist, but they just don't cross my path like yeah. as organically. Mm-hmm. As, it sucks. Yeah, it's in the I mean, representation they just don't get as matters, much right, uh, tab. Yeah, they don't get as much marketing. Yeah, but I have like, you been watching? Have you has, have any, has anyone seen Swarm? I've been scared. told to watch it. I've seen the first two episodes. It was scary. I'm gonna I'm watch, watch it, it, but I'm scared. But I'm gonna watch it's it. It's scary. <laughs> I also I'm I want to wait to see like how they do like what they're saying because I don't what I don't want them to be saying is that all fans are psychotic yeah that's what I don't want them to say I do want them to say the dangers of being oh yeah you guys need to finish it yeah because it's a show about fandom exactly exactly I feel like when once we both finish it we should have a conversation about fans versus stands I'm having trouble watching Velma oh because um, I, I I watched the first five minutes and my takeaway from just watching the first five minutes is you don't need the IP. Like leave, leave Scooby-Doo alone. Mm. Make your own cartoon about whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but I also have like, I can go on and on about like the random race changing in Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I'm just like, let them, I have the cure. Yeah, I have the cure. It's it's stewing in here, mm. and um, I do want everybody to know that I am going to be the president of Scooby Doo one day. I believe that I'm going to make it. all the decisions in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, that's closer than I could ever imagine. So I don't know what's going to come after I take over the Scooby Doo universe. But I do It'll want be exciting. I want all the Scooby Doo fans to know that um, I hear you, I see you, I'm one of you, and I'm going to save our baby. Kristen Wallace for Scooby Doo president. Kristen Wallace Kristen for Scooby Doo president. president. Rutro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that you said that because I I agree. I me and Amber had to turn it off after five minutes because we just couldn't really stomach it. But I watched the pilot and I did not think it was good. 
I have one coworker that likes it, but she also has no allegiance to Scooby Doo. Mm. See, and you have to have some allegiance to the IP. Like if you, if the fans of something hate it, and I understand that sometimes fans are wrong, and I understand sometimes fans don't know the decisions that go into things. However, I've been in the industry for a while, and I do know the decisions that go into things sometimes. And the ones at Velma, not working. They're not working for Scooby Doo, and I agree. Yeah, they're not working. There, that show is an animated show where the only people the the people that are not animating it um, do not love animation, and mm. you can right. feel it. You can feel it. Mm. It's just a bunch of stand ups and stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah, Mm-mm. Mm. yeah. You have to love the medium if you're going to make the medium. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want a cartoony bitch mm-hmm. like running the cartoon. You want yeah. a fan of this thing to be making yeah. it like i mean seth rogan's making the new teenage mutant ninja turtles seth rogan loves teenage mutant ninja turtles he's obsessed with it and so see that's so what i that's want what you'll be. that's what i'm trying to yeah. achieve i'm yeah. just like i want to be a known funny person that everybody trusts yes yes and i want that and then i want to do that for avatar last airbender at any capacity i don't need to be the president i'm not asian but i would love <laughs> to be on it in some way mm-hmm. what do you think of adventure time um, I dabbled in it, but it's kind of like the same feeling as Rick and Maury, where just like I see the fans mm-hmm. and I don't want to be a part of mm. them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have fans like mm-hmm. I have fandoms like that. I mean, I love it. I watched it in the pandemic and it's I a good show. Cried, but yeah, I I understand that because I'm trying to think of a fandom from like teenage years where I was like I, I had that with Invader Zim. I went to two Invader Zim conventions. I heard you talk about that. Yeah, and it was. The fans scared the shit out of me, but I, it was because I was 13 and it was like a bunch of like middle-aged white people who like had a bunch of tattoos and piercings. And I love the tattoos and piercings, but I was with my two Christian black parents. <laughs> and, and I was like, I you weren't there, Amber. I was at one of them. Okay. Please don't erase You me. were at one, <laughs> but you didn't come to the first and I was low-key so mad at you. Okay, well, I didn't watch that show. I didn't watch that show. <laughs> also, I think like, there can be a million good things out and I could have 10 of my closest friends tell me that it's good and that I should watch it. But if I don't feel like being involved Mm -hmm. in the liking of something, I don't care. Like I might not see tar, even though my mom said she watched it twice and was planning on watching it a third time. Wow. I feel that sentence so well because I never, I never hopped on game of Thrones and everyone told me to, and I never did. I don't think you would like it. Thank you, Amanda. You might See, not. Sister told me I wouldn't like it. I only watched it because um, in a re- very recent ex-boyfriend at the time, um, I had gone to like season three premiere and I was asking so many questions and I was just like, oh shit, this is like, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I get it. Like every good show is just sex and politics mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's all it is. It's just like sex and politics with like medieval garb and dragons. It's good. It A lot of it is good. I'll say a lot of it is bad, especially after the books ended and the creators yeah. didn't really know what to do with it. Just um, like Apple products. White men with power in television. <laughs> if you're listening, it's okay to ask other people for help. It's, yes, it's ask okay for opinions. To ask for just because you have a job title does not mean that you should make all the decisions. In fact, you only have the job position because you you were given a beautiful network and you have the option to choose that network or you have the option to to direct that network and sit on top of it as some weird dictator leader. But please stop ruining things 
just because you're afraid of your feelings being hurt because it takes a what ladies it a takes a village. village okay so if you are the dictator of a village ask the villagers what, what do they think what they want <laughs> please ask us We'll consult and we'll take it and over we'll if you want. And we'll tell you. And it makes, the people will tell you. It makes validation, real genuine validation, eat all the more special when right. you made something good. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you need to be invalidated. Right, because <laughs> to you're not always va- right. real validation. That's yes. right. Well, this has been fun. Yes, it has. And 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 healing and therapeutic. If you guys ever want to have like a sleepover too and like watch Grease, I've done it before. It's amazing. As long as we can watch Grease 2 right after. I haven't seen that since high school, but Amanda's up Grease 2's ass. I love Grease 2, guys. It's so camp. We had to it's watch the, the reproduction um, um on Paramount Plus. No, we watched it in uh, health class. Reproduction, the number. Reproduction. Oh, I reproduction. Make my statement go berserk. Okay, y'all. I don't know. I cannot name a single <laughs> song from this cool except for Cool Rider. Cool Rider. No, don't a get cool her started. Rider. It was amazing that they got Michelle Pfeiffer. Please. That. And Miss the guy Bolton. that plays the, the like Danny insert whatever is so funny Johnny have to rewatch so, it. we have, have to, to watch it. it we're gonna have to do this okay and then we can watch the the the, the ladybirds that's co- the pink ladies oh that's coming on yeah, Parallels. yeah. Oh, I'm curious yeah. I'm just curious I'm curious Kristen thank you so much do you have what plug your show plug anything come to a wide time follow me on Instagram at very genuine oh, I hate social media but it's the only way that I can stay a living breathing person I guess mm-hmm. in the digital eye mm-hmm. Instagram is also stressing me um, say that but you all are so special to me you know I have an older sister and I just see a mirror of what our life could have been like if we lived in the same city. Oh. And you guys are just the coolest, sweetest little beans. Oh. I love you. Kristen, we love you. We love you so much. <laughs> you so much. Um, thank you so much for being on. Everybody, go to see Disney Vortex at the Elysian also. The information is in our bio mm-hmm. at fangirl.central on Instagram. I'm Amanda Lane Miller at Instagram. I am Amber Miller at Instagram. Amber L. Miller. Am I Amber L. Miller? I'm Amber <laughs> L. Miller at Instagram. This is Fangirl Central. Keep it chaotic. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 